This is episode 47 of the Creative Giant Show. We're talking about the future of the Creative Giant Show. And the short story is that I'm playing around with different show formats and increasing the publishing frequency. Let's do this. Welcome to the Creative Giant Show, where we go behind the scenes about what it means to live a life full of creative and professional success. Creative giants are talented, renaissance souls with a compassion-fueled bias towards action. Now, here is your host, Charlie Gilkey. Okay, so since this is episode 47 of the Creative Giant Show, we've logically done 46 other episodes. Simple math, awesome time. To talk about what we're doing and, and how I'm changing the show, I want to talk a little bit about bullets, cannonballs, and tripwires. I don't know what's up with all these military metaphors and strategy. Actually, that's not true. I do know what's up. It comes from um, the background that business strategy really evolved out of military strategy, so on and so forth. But anyways, in his latest book, Great by Choice, Jim Collins talks about bullets versus cannonballs. And one great way of executing one strategy is rather than coming in full force everything you've got, you test with a few... Um, targeted experiments to see how that works. And then once you figure out what works, you go all in. That's the cannonball stage. So part of the trick here is figuring out when to switch from bullets to cannonballs. Now, before I started the show, I knew that I wanted to get to 50 episodes. Why 50? Because 50 gave me enough to really get into a groove, to see what works, to get over that period of time in which I knew we would be learning everything we needed to learn about producing a show. Whenever you launch a major new project, there's just always things you don't know. And there, you know, to go back to Rumsfeld, there are the known knowns, there are the known unknowns, and there are the unknown unknowns. And I knew there were going to be a lot of unknown unknowns. And I'm one of those guys that really thrive on mastery. Like, I want to be great. And starting a new big project like a podcast, it's got interviews on it, it's got a bunch of guests, and it's got people listening. Like, I knew that I needed a period of time and I needed to build that period of time in which I could just accept that the show might not be great. And to get to greatness, I had to work through some of those earlier stages. Now, it's episode 47. I'm not saying it's the best show on the planet because there's a lot of really great shows, but we've come a long way in 47 episodes. 50 was my tripwire. That's when I was going to decide, is this something I want to keep doing or is this something to do bigger, better, or is it just keep doing what I'm doing? Okay, so it's episode 47, not quite to 50, but I'm already decided that A, we're going to keep doing it, and B, it's time for cannonballs. But there is a problem. I've talked to some of my listeners and some of my clients and friends about the show, and just to see how they like it. And trust me, sometimes that could be an awkward conversation. Hey, you've been listening to the show? No. Why not? I didn't know you had a show. How do you not know I had a show? That's one sort of line of questioning that you go. The second one is, well, I like it. It's good, but it's not great. Well, why isn't it great? When I've asked that question time and time again to friends and clients and readers, the thing that they've said universally is that they want more of me on the podcast, which is really, really awkward because it's an interview-based show. My belief is that when you do an interview-based show, the guest is the star, not the interviewer. I've had a lot of great guests, and it's been a just 
fantastic time interviewing them, but I'm not the star. And that's going to remain the same as far as when I do interviews. The interviewee should be the star, and it's my job to really to pull their, their story out, to pull their truth out, to pull their message out and share that with you. So that poses a problem. How does one show up on a show that's an interview-based show when people want you to show up? There's a second tension. I've never really wanted the Creative Giant show to be another how-to show, another five ways to grow a blog or another six ways to increase your sales or the surprising things I learned by changing this one thing in my business or whatever that is. Never really wanted to be a how-to show. If I were doing a how-to show, it'd be a lot easier to show up and do that type of thing. Make no mistake, I love doing how-to stuff on the blog, and I love doing it on other podcasts where that's the context. So I've been limited in the sense of there's an interview-based show, and it's not a how-to show. So how does one show up on, the, on that particular podcast, given what the show is about? So I had some options here. I could quit doing the interview format. I could keep doing the interview format and do more jams with other people where I invite other experts and thought leaders to talk about what they do, how to do it better, what people should know about what they do, so on and so forth. Or I could do more solo riffs, which is kind of what I'm doing right now. I've done a few other, but I've had a lot of ideas about what we can do that just I really think that um, I would like to share a lot of essays and thoughts and, and different ideas that I have via audio rather than via the blog. Because um, another bit of feedback that I've been getting a lot more, especially for people who know me behind the scenes, is like you're way funnier and you're way warmer in person than you are in your writing. And honestly, guys, I don't know what to do about that. Just I think it's the medium. All right, so I had those options. Now, what I decided to do was to keep the interview format, introduce more jams, and do riffs. So this is the and strategy as opposed to the change strategy. I'll be honest here. I recorded a version of this episode about four weeks ago. And due to a lot of different things, it didn't get in the show schedule. And after I had already made the decision to introduce these different elements, um, you know, the interviews and the jams and the riffs, this funny thing happened. The interviews that followed became more jammy. So if you go and you listen to Bridget's episode or you listen to uh, Jaquette's episode, those are actually hybrids. And I didn't anticipate that, um, but it's kind of what happened. And so my original sort of idea was like, I'd keep the show at 30 minutes. 30 minutes makes it really easy for you to listen to on your side of things. It's not a huge thing. I know, despite how much I love the podcast, if I see that it's one of those like 55 to 90 minute podcasts, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to listen to that. I, I want to, I mean to, I downloaded, I just don't listen to it. But if it's a shorter one, I do. But the challenge is, it's hard to get a really meaty interview and some more of the how to or tell us about your work or what you're going through in 30 minutes. It's been really challenging to hit that. So the options were to do an interview that's under 30 minutes, keep it on time, keep it on point, 
to do a jam that's on 30 minutes, keep it on time, keep it on point, or to say, screw it and have a great time and a great conversation and see what happens. That's actually what's happened with the last few jams with Jacquette was one. Willie was another one as well. Um, even, um, going back that far. So the plan has already changed. At this point, I'm just saying I'm exploring different lengths of podcasts and ways in which we can have a fresh, authentic, powerful, real conversation with each other on this show. And we'll just go from there. What I've noticed in my own show and for those other podcasts that I listen to is that it seems like the best podcast from the listener's perspective comes from those conversations where people are just really having a great time. The not so much of a gamble, but still gamble, is that if we're showing up and we're having a great time playing this music together, you're going to have a great time listening to it as well. Now let's go back to those riffs. It's hard to monologue, actually. Do much, I do much better when I have someone else on the line. And there are just some ideas that I think would just be really good riffs. We'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know what that, that production schedule is going to look like. And I'm okay with that. All right, so going forward. We know we're keeping some interviews. We know we're going to be exploring some jams. And we know we're going to be doing solo riffs. Now, for the solo riffs, I could really use your help here in the sense of if there's something you know you want me to talk about, please email me, charlie at productiveflourishing.com. You can also go to productiveflourishing.com forward slash podcast. That's going to get that's going to get you back to the website that's going to show you the other shows. But fundamentally, I want to talk about what you want to what you want me to talk about because that makes this show fun. Let's talk about publishing schedule. We're going to be publishing at least twice a week. I may end up sharing it three times a week, but I think that's too much to to do right now. Just as an aside, it does take quite a bit of time and money, to be honest, to run a show. So every one of these shows cost, well, I won't go into the numbers, but it um, it is it is expensive both time and money-wise. And so part of the challenge is, um, going forward is, you know, we, we add three times the, the publishing volume or we add three times the amount of shows that we share per week. We add, you know, three times the amount that we're spending to do so both time and cost. So I'm looking at that. I know we can move to two. We're going to go ahead and do that. In the meantime, since I recorded the first rough of this episode, and now I've actually had some sponsors um, show up and say, hey, we'd like to sponsor this show. I'm very sensitive about that. At the same time, it's just fuel that keeps me able to produce more shows and make better quality shows. So I'm going to be exploring that as well. So in the next 50 episodes, we're going to be exploring some formats. We're going to be publishing at least twice a week. And I'm going to be looking at different sponsors to see what's a great fit for you. As with everything that I promote, everything that I advertise on the website or any, any affiliate thing, I'm only picking those things that I use, and I'm only picking those different products and brands and services that I can emphatically promote 
or that I would emphatically recommend to clients and friends and things like that. It's, it's to go back to the song price tag. It's not about the money. It's about the service and it's about what um, we're able to co-create together. There may be some other changes to the blump, to the bumpers and episode flow. That's all still up in the air, but I want to let you know that we're going to go through this experimental phase. So it's this funny thing. We're going to be increasing. We're going to be going into that cannonball stage of the show at the same time that we're going to be playing around with it to see what works. One thing you may have already noticed is that the show sounds better. A few weeks ago, I upgraded my studio. I've got a better computer. I've got a better audio interface. But importantly, I've got a better mic and a pop filter. So that's pretty awesome. So there we have it. We have what I hope will be richer, more powerful, more insightful shows coming your way. We have more shows coming your way as far as frequency, and the show sounds better. Over to you. Would you like to help out? Sure, hope you do. That'd be awesome. Here's how you can do that. First, you can ask questions or suggest topics at charlie at productiveflourishing.com. Um, you can send it that way. You can also go to our contact page, productiveflourishing.com forward slash contact. And it, that's another great way to get me. You can share the show with your friends. I want people to understand that there's nothing uniquely better about those people that they're reading on the interwebs or those authors that they're reading or those people that they're seeing on the news. There's nothing inherently better. It's just those people are doing more of their best work and they're going through those same challenges. So please help me find those people and share the show with them. The most important thing you can do right now is to leave a review. Up until now, I haven't really asked on the podcast for you to leave a review. And that's mostly been an oversight. So let's change that. I would love if you would leave a review. It would totally make my day. You can do that by tapping on the link on your smartphone. If you go to the episode, um, there's going to be a link in the show. You can also go to ProductiveFlourishing.com forward slash podcast. And there's an easy link to leave a review. Or if you get really stumped by all that, just email me, charlie at ProductiveFlourishing.com. I really appreciate your support on the show in general, if you could leave a review, that would really make my day. Lastly, thank you for being on the other end of the mic here. I couldn't do this without you. And it's one of those things, you may have heard me in the past talk about the African philosophy of Ubuntu, which is really radical interdependence. A great way to explain Ubuntu is I am who I am, because we are who we are. I am who I am because we are who we are. No you, no we, there's no me. So thank you for being on the other end of the horn. I hope that you'll take the time to leave a review. Buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. And until next time, stand tall. Thanks for listening to The Creative Giant Show. To find more tools and inspiration for creative giants, head on over to ProductiveFlourishing.com. Stand tall, creative giant.